True Grit by Charles Portis, Chapter 2. Maddie Yarnell traveled to Fort Smith to claim the body of her father, Frank Ross. Since Yarnell is black, the two ride in the colored coach, and after a brief incident with the conductor, Maddie is quick to confront the man regarding the racial slur directed at Yarnell. It's a short passage, but is very powerful and important in establishing Maddie, both as a person who stands up for what she believes in, but also stands up for what is right, no matter who or what authority figures in the wrong. It is a consistent character trait for Maddie, the 14-year-old, and for Maddie, our narrator, retelling her story. The two arrive on a busy day in Fort Smith, a triple hanging which is treated like a major event. A crowd of over a thousand people swell, food is sold, and the execution is as theatrical as it is violent. Once the execution is over, Maddie and Yarnell make their way to the undertaker and then the sheriff. It is the sheriff who explains to Maddie that Tom is a suspect and they believe has traveled into the native territory, which puts him under the jurisdiction of U.S. Marshals. Maddie once again has to stand up for herself and correct the sheriff's details about Tom before moving quickly to discuss with the sheriff the idea of finding the best U.S. Marshal for the job. The sheriff offers her three options, the best tracker, the meanest, and a good peace officer. Maddie's only interested in the meanest, and his name is Rooster Cogburn. Maddie sends Janelle back home with her father's body and stays, as she puts it, to handle her father's business. She'll find Rooster in the morning, and her personal hunt for Tom Chaney will hopefully start. For Chapter 2, we have four discussion questions. Number 1. Compare the final statements of the three men being executed. Did their speeches offer any insight into the world Maddie is living in? Number 2. Throughout the chapter, Maddie shows tremendous confidence. What clues is Portis offering to explain how she has gained this personality? Number three, race relations. Race relations were not good in the 1870s. What does it say about Maddie that she stood up for Yarnell? And number four, it is noted that people were upset that Maddie missed her father's funeral. How does she justify that? And do you believe that Maddie, the narrator, and Maddie, the 14-year-old, both viewed the situation the same way?